Hey, what's up, guys? Eric Schultek from Level 3 Studios, bringing you yet another podcast. And uh, if you're into drums or love extreme metal, you'll definitely know our next guest, uh, James Payne. How are you, brother? Hey, man. I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've known James for a couple years. Um, he has probably one of the most comprehensive um, drumming instructional uh, online courses where he really gets into concepts and body mechanics and ergonomics, I guess, and all that stuff. So uh, it's awesome to have him here and be able to shed some light on that and some of his new projects and stuff. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I know you're a busy man, so what's what's keeping you uh, super busy in L.A. these days? Um, so I have a few things going on. Um, yeah, I moved here in L.A. a couple of years ago and decided to kind of work on my own, meaning that I wanted to go back and do my own music and my own band instead of uh, playing for other bands. And um, I kind of put back together the band that I... Um, I used to play with from my from the town where I come from, um, and so we started writing a new album uh, and put everything back together. So we organized a couple of tours. We did a European tour, Asian tour, just to see you know people reaction with the music that we had and we released with the old album. And um, and then I have my instructional activities going on. So I do lessons. Um, I did the, the website, which uh, was kind of like a um, follow-up to my instructional DVD that I released. And that was, uh, in both cases, a lot of work, because there's a lot of work to do when uh, you build um, you know, a product, or you, you, you write music, you write an album, or you build a website. And I kind of knew that it would have been a lot of work. Didn't expect to be so much work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I totally know what you mean. It's it is an astronomical amount of work that a lot of people don't realize, but some people do. Um, and hopefully, you know, you get some reciprocation from from those folks that appreciate all the effort to putting into uh, putting out products and information like you do. Yeah, I mean, um, as you said, who's in the business and who does these type of things know what's behind it. Uh, and usually they're not the ones who then buy the product. <laughs> um, who doesn't doesn't know, and in my opinion, um, doesn't need to know what's behind it. Uh, I was aware of um, you know all the risks, how hard it is to build anything and, and make it work, uh, and and how the industry is today. So it's kind of like you try and make your best to do things and then you have to be able to find uh, a way to, or, or create a product that it's good for, for our timings for today, for what people need today. And uh, so that, that was kind of like of the, the part what I've learned the most, like hmm. people don't know what's behind it. And uh, so it's your job to, make them feel the experience and make a product that fits to their needs. And once you have that, you'll be able to build like whatever in, in any business, really. I mean, once you get historically correct and, and you don't start something that wouldn't work today, 
then things start to go and, and work. So it was a, a very good learning experience for sure. Um, yeah, nothing speeds up that learning curve than jumping in with both feet, right? Yeah, yeah. It's risky, but um, I luckily I had some years of experience before doing this in, in both cases. The DVD taught me a lot about all the instructional business and how all the clinics and lessons stuff work, what people really are looking for. Uh, and, you know, in that way, I, I managed to build uh, a study course that hopefully it's the more complete possible and, and really answers all the questions of the people, even just through video lessons and not like just personal one-on-one -on -one lessons. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, that taught me a lot, but then all the website thing uh, was new, so I had to learn a lot about that too. And and the band, same thing, like when you write music, it's art, and it's always hard to um, find the right language and and be being able to just create art, which is different from executing it, which I mean yeah. by that, uh, you know, learning songs and playing for a band is one job, and you need a lot of skills, and you, you know, you have to be very good doing that too, but writing music, it's, for me, for this experience was like a very, very challenging experience because it went, sometimes I was completely off the, my, what, what I was able to do and what I've done uh, in the last year. So not just playing my instrument, but really writing parts and, and writing, you know, music in a way that doesn't get boring. It's not all like too fast, too slow, that communicates something that has a meaning behind. So it was very, very um, challenging, but also I, I really liked it. And I think uh, I kind of found my the, the purpose why I started playing drums mm. because of music and not because of the instrument itself, which was a very good thing for me. That's a that's an awesome discovery. Um, yeah. You know, and and I always have been one to admire people that start things from the ground up and uh, and to see where see how things grow. It's a certain percentage of of people that 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 stick with it the long haul. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. that maybe they want to get into something and then it gets really really hard and then they bail out. Some people kind of rise above that and stick with it. But um, I think you're the perfect person to to have on the show and discuss this because you know if there's you know, we have a lot of listeners that are kind of like your younger self and want to hear um, from your experiences and want to learn from your experiences. Um, yeah, sure. Can we back up um, a second and kind of go back to the beginning? And uh, I know that uh, you've been in, in the States a few years, but you're you're originally um, from Milan, Italy, correct? Yeah, I was born and raised in, in Milan, Italy. When did you start getting into music? Like what age? Um, I've, I've started, uh, I remember that when I was a kid, I wasn't able to put VHS and, and watch films and, and turn on the television, basically. But I was able to put discs in, um, in my home stereo. So I was always listening to music because it was the only thing that I could do by myself. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I didn't know where I was around the house. I was just <laughs> It is in, the, in in my CD player, so and um, 
I I don't know. I just grew up listening to all the music. When I was around ten years old, I started uh, playing drums. Uh, my parents took me to a drum teacher uh, in my town, and I started playing drums. Then I I started doing many different things. Um, I used to play sports, play soccer. Um, I wanted to become an uh, architecture and, and engineer and many different things, but then music for some reason always stayed in my life. Like yeah. all the other stuffs were like on and off. I would start them and then at one point I would just forget about it and instead music um, always stayed there and um, to the point where bands started to call me and I would start playing shows local shows then around Italy and then around Europe and then I've, I, I ended I was about to finish high school and I had to decide what I wanted to do after that if to right, right. go on and study something or just find a regular job or and I thought you know what I'm, I'm gonna be a drummer I want to be a drummer because I was having fun I had some experiences around Europe and I knew how it worked. I really loved uh, recording albums, albums and staying in the studio recording. I liked that environment and it felt for me it was something that I could do better than a lot of other stuff that I, I was doing. So I just gotcha. took a decision and said, okay, I'm, a, I'm going to be a drummer. <laughs> and I had no idea, of course, of what I was doing because I didn't even know how things worked. <laughs> right. But well, that's all part of the the learning experience, right? Exactly. What was exactly. the uh, what was the what was the metal scene like back then um, in uh, it was Italy? Super local and underground. Like yeah. playing around Italy was already something that very few people were doing mm-hmm. because it wasn't a thing at all. Yeah, uh, we only had like very big uh, live events. And the, even the underground scene in Italy was kind of like um, very poor. Plus, we were very young and we didn't really know how things worked. And I know it sounds like, like weird, but like MySpace, Facebook weren't a thing yet when I was there. So communicating was harder. You really needed an email address yep. to, you know contact someone and then you had to have someone that would introduce you and tell them this is this guy and so if he sends you an email he's okay and so it was hard but yeah i mean um i was kind of lucky enough that somehow um bands would have called me and i would started to and i never said no to any opportunity even if i didn't know what was going like who the guys were or the bands were like, I, I didn't care. I just, just always said, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity. Why not? And then many times it was like a, a, not a very good experience, but still, you know, it was something more that I that I did. And other times it was good experiences. So I met new people and I kind of like started knowing more people in the in the music scene there. So but it was very poor and very, very hard to get out of the local scene. Well, that's, you said something really, really good there as well about not passing up on opportunities. And, I, you know, I always tell, you know, any of my uh, people that, you know, younger kids that maybe come in the studio or uh, drum students that, you know, take any gig you can. I mean, that's how yeah. you really learn. Don't 
don't close any doors. Absolutely. And I think that that, both for connections and and knowing people and experience, because you're you're going to be ready for that one day that there's a bigger opportunity and you've already, like, had that experience a dozen of times before that experience. So you already know how to deal with a lot of stuff. Right. Um, So even if, like, nine out of ten experiences are bad, there is nine experiences still taught you something and you're not, you know, uh, new to all the the things that are going to happen and it will still help you. And that's how it works because I've a lot of friends of mine, a lot of people that I know that have then become bigger, like musicians and and made bigger stuff in the Mm -hmm. music industry. They all started that way. They all started just by trying out and having bad experiences and not being ready to take certain gigs and and then at the end they've found their own way because they've put together and they tried so many times and then there was that one time that fit right and starts from there yeah know, so. no that's 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 so true you had to you're never going to get anywhere unless you just you put yourself out there exactly um, exactly and, yeah. uh, but uh you know and we're not talking about years and years i mean James has done some amazing things in in a short amount of time or a relatively short amount of time. Um, I mean, of course, he's been playing playing drums and in bands and has a lot of experience, but it's not like a, a, a lifetime yet. He's gonna he's got plenty of life left to live. You know, it's amazing what you can do in five to ten years. Yeah, um, that really has to do with the amount of work that I've put in and the dedication and the speed that I've. Like I, I, I literally at one point decided to just quit everything and dedicate myself to drums, which has been for sure a good thing for timing, meaning that in, in a short amount of time I've done a lot, uh, I've learned a lot, and um, I did a lot of experience, but then I've kind of like um, probably put too much uh into music and found myself in situations where I I didn't have anything else so I don't uh, really uh, I don't regret having done so much but um, I could have balanced my life and my time differently and still had um, had a lot of good experiences and, and, and built a lot but well, that's um, cool I mean that's awesome for you to say so it's not like you know, if someone's feeling like, oh, my God, I have to work nine to five, you know, that no, exactly. like, you, you can I still feel? you can still push yourself and get ahead. You don't have to eat, live and breathe at 24 seven. Sometimes that kind of slows the progress down. Exactly. Actually, um, I feel like a lot of people, they get to this point where they just they want to become that one thing, uh, which can be, you know, in any field like music or, or whatever. They put 100% of themselves in that thing. doesn't work exactly how they thought it would have worked or in the time that they wanted that thing to work. And so they quit and they feel that as a failure. Instead, um, one of the things that I've learned, especially by pushing so much in things, is that um, things still need their time. You know, you can build... It's good that you have the ability of putting yourself 
and, and put 110% of yourself and your time in one thing, but then that's only good for when you have to build that thing because it really depends on you. Then once the thing is done, it needs the time to grow. And one of the, the main factors of growing you know, a business, which is, can be music or, or whatever, it's to have the trust of other people. And you gain trust in time. Being around for 5, 10, 15 years will make people understand that that's a real thing. You know, there's a big thing behind it. And, and so there's no escape from that, you know. There's who wins the lottery and everything happens in, in a year or in, in an album, in a, in a viral video, and that's great, and that happens. And I, I, I hope that this happens for many people, but if it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. It means that maybe it needs more time, you know, and, and you have to be patient. So I kind of was that way, and I felt like um, I wasn't doing the right things at one point because I was putting literally everything like and maybe the results weren't coming as quickly as you had thought and and results were coming but maybe not as big as you expected not not as big and not as fast mm. as i was going like i was literally running down this this path and and things were i was doing a lot yeah and, i understand you know i had to slow down and wait for things to to grow so i kind of understood that Doing a lot of things wasn't um, like the way, the only right way to do it. But dedicating myself to a few things and, and make them grow and, and wait them, you know, to to become something for people um, was probably a longer path than than just keep doing things on and off. And, and I've done a YouTube website, my own YouTube, my instructional website, the DVD. I played in several bands, I was touring, I was doing clinics, and I found myself where I was doing a lot. I didn't have time for anything else, and um, yeah, I, I kind of realized, I was like, this is okay, because I'm doing what I love, but I could do, I could have more time for other things in life, and still having the same results and the same um, uh, yeah. achievements, yeah, yeah. it's... Achievements. Balance is hard, you know, and I think our view on how we balance our lives changes as we as we age. But you know, um, you, you know, you, it's I've never been one to look back on on stuff and say what if because there's really no, in my view, no point because you got to move forward. But I, I I just love how you said it's so true winning the lottery and how that's like being you know putting out the right album at the right time. It's so it's so true. Yeah. You know, that and the viral video thing. That's the standard of a lot of businesses. Like, it's like people expect that to happen. That's how things work. And instead, it's not. That's how very few things work. And then there's, you know, it's like a shock. You know, it's not that everyone has to become the bigger, you know, the best buy of, Things. You can have your small shop in your small town and still make a living with that, you know. And maybe then eventually one day you'll, uh, you'll grow and you'll have your opportunity to, to make it even bigger and expand yourself. But, you know, sometimes you want to be a musician, people just quit everything, stop playing, stop, you know, doing that because they think that the only way or, or 
what they wanted to do was having, you know, a band like Black Sabbath, and that's not happening, and so they quit. Instead, you can still have, you know, your gigs and doing your stuff and your lessons and blah, blah, blah and make a living. Make it maybe even more money uh, than a regular job or other jobs, and, um, and, and you do what you love. So, why not? Why not? Exactly. You know, I, and I've seen you uh, on tour in the States years ago before we re- before we knew each other with Our Penance. Oh, yeah, right. And um, I just remember, and, and a couple YouTube videos from some of those shows, and I remember watching you play. And I had seen your, you know, your YouTube stuff um, because you've always been um, one to put out, like, great instructional material and stuff um, on your drumming techniques. But I just remember watching watching you play and just admiring the control and the fluidity with, with both your hand and, and foot technique and, you know, for playing extreme metal for, for as long as, as some of us have, you know, and I was having some lower back issues and it just, it really intrigued me because I wanted to learn how to play with such finesse and, and, and eff- almost as effortlessly as you play. And, uh, you know, of course then checked out your DVD, which was really comprehensive the secrets of extreme metal drumming and can you just uh maybe summarize or, or explain how you developed your your technique because you've done a lot and studying how the body works and how it should yep. move and how how that can benefit um your technique absolutely yeah um basically it's um i i was probably um to a point where a lot of extreme metal drummers in uh, where you get stuck and you don't understand, like... You hit the wall. Exactly. What's blocking you from speeding up? I was able to play at one speed one day, and the day after, I couldn't play at the same speed the day before, and, and those kind of things. And um, and then, like, I thought that I, was, I wasn't good enough, you know, or, or anything like that, because I could see people on, like, YouTube or live shows that they could play faster than what I was playing, and I was like, maybe it's just me. And then I thought, you know what, if that person can do that, probably everybody, like, there is a way. There is a way to do it. It's not like he's not an alien. So um, I kind of try and, like, that was my very first um, question. It was like, okay, how how does this work? Like, how does everything about this work? And I started thinking, it starts from, it's not about the gear. It's about the body. Because of course it's I am moving the gear, so it has to have to do with me. And then I thought, okay, it's not my hands because they don't do things on their own. It's about my brain. And so I kind of figure out my body. I had to be able to control the motions of my body by educating my brain to give the right inputs and. Um, Again, I, I come. I came. I come from a small town um, close to Milan, so we didn't even have good, uh, like not good, but like metal teachers or any any right. of that. You know? and, and so I had to figure things out by myself. But I had some information on the hands technique, and so I started developing that. I was like, okay, I was getting all this information and trying to apply them to my needs, and uh, with this thinking of, okay, so I need my brain to educate my hands and blah, blah, blah. And once I started feeling I was going somewhere with these thoughts, I started applying this to my feet because I, I thought 
they kind of work the same way because sure. certain motions are very similar between our hands and feet. Right. And so I just kind of translated um, a lot of these exercises and, and, and these um, things that I was working on my hands to my feet, and my feet were reacting in a different way because I had to deal with uh, the pedal, which was a stronger external force because of the spring instead of um, just the, um, the rebound. The rebound of, of the beater, yeah. And so it was kind of like um, uh, the, the feet were teaching me uh, my hands some things and my hands were teaching my feet other things and then I kind of started putting everything together and I just kind of felt that um, things were working because I was getting faster and I wasn't getting tired playing and, and, and that's like that kind of good feeling where I was controlling everything and it kind of uh, I knew that I wasn't fighting in the final thing, but I knew I was in a in, in a good path. Yeah. I was like going in a good direction. So I've just worked on that. And then um, when I started teaching and sharing my method to a lot of people, um, everybody was like, this is, this is very new. Like I never even thought about, you know, getting out of the drums and thinking of how my brain works and educating my brain to give the right inputs to like, it was a very different approach. So that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, and I kind of, then I started touring, um, and I was giving lessons around the world and, um, everybody was just always saying the same thing. They were like, this is very different from what I've ever even thought. And, um, then people tell, told me, that it was working for them. It was working for a lot of people. So I thought, you know what? Probably I should just put a method together. And, and I thought about doing the DVD. And just by writing down all the, the chapters for my DVD, everything started to make sense. Mm-hmm. Because I had to kind of reorganize all my all the, the exercises and the thoughts that I, I, I developed. And uh, I was like, Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> Everything makes sense. And then um, I didn't do the DVD to expecting to sell the DVD, but it was something that I just wanted to use to promote myself. Yeah. I just wanted something that I could use to, um, you know, do clinics and do stuff when I wasn't on tour with my bands. And uh, when I put it out on, on, on Facebook and Internet, people started to buying it. And, and I've sold copies for three years, almost four years now. So... Um, that was, that came a little bit out of, I, I didn't expect that to happen. So I was very happy with, with that. And yeah, that's um, awesome. Congratulations on yeah. that. It is, it what? is an awesome DVD. It's high Thank quality you know. and very, um, man, there's a lot of subjects to cover in it, but you also do, a, uh, an in-depth look on everything on your website, your lessons, yeah. your online lessons. Exactly. I mean, the DVD was kind of like a very good introduction to, everything but then a lot of people were still asking me questions and and they were you know they wanted to know more about a lot of different situations and so I kind of thought to make a second DVD to go more in depth in certain parts but then I thought you know probably the best thing is just to build something even bigger than that and so I, I came out with the idea of doing the website and um, which is basically, I, there are tons of hours that I 
wouldn't have been able to put in, in another DVD right. uh, website. And it's just way, I have way more space and I can update those videos and I can add stuff every once in a while. And you don't have to, you know, pay every time for a different DVD for having, you know, different information, but it's all there. And um, people can choose either they want to have just go in specific topics and, and learn about that. Or, or have a complete course, or, you know, um, having a personal, like, Skype lessons and stuff like that. I just thought it was way more complete, and I had, since there was so much to say, I had way more space, you know, and freedom to just share all the informations. I'm very happy that I did that, because then I feel like that was, like, a lot of people are, are starting to put out websites now, a lot of drummers, a lot of musicians, and a lot of stuff is, is going more towards the internet than, like, private and personal lessons. And um, I kind of feel, I feel like I'm in a good timing for this kind of thing. So, and I have a lot of uh, new stuff coming out for the website that we're working on, too, so I'm excited about that and make it more so that I can, I can study more with each student that's gonna you know subscribe to the website and, and, and working a little bit like that. that's great man that's awesome to hear because uh that's the other thing that you um that you really can't get from a dvd though is watching how your students grow exactly. over time you know and, and and i've studied with you a bunch of times and you've certainly helped me um where where can i direct everyone to what's the website and everything um it's jamespaindrums.com and that's a uh, pain p-a-y-n-e and you, exactly. I, I've seen, you know, and he's doing, uh, you'll see a lot of his videos as they come out uh, on YouTube, or I'm sorry, on Facebook, because he does, you know, shoot previews of, uh, you know, the new lessons as he uploads them. Um, so yeah. you can you can check it out there, head over to the site and, uh, you know, check out all the courses. There's a lot of subject matter that he covers, so it's pretty comprehensive. It's an awesome website, James. Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, well, hey, man, um, I know we're going to wrap up here in a few minutes, but uh, is there anything you can share um, on your new metal project or your latest metal project? Yeah, we've just actually finished to write, like completely write the album. And um, I had the first like complete listen to it in this past few days. And um, oh, nice. I'm, I'm excited because it's not about it's not. Um, only like doesn't have a lot of technical stuff in it, but it's we focused more on what we wanted to express with this with our music, and there's um, we've added a lot of things that I think will make things uh, different. Like it's a different album for from compared to a lot of stuff that's coming out nowadays, and it's still very aggressive, fast, and and has very like brutal sound but um it's also very it ambient it has a lot of sounds and a lot of stuff going on in the album awesome. and i think it really gives a, a, it identifies you know the band and um yeah hopefully we we manage to create something that will communicate to people in the right way and people will uh, embrace and, and listen to it. I would really hope so because there's a lot of work behind it, and um, and this is exactly what I wanted to 
you know the album to sound like so hopefully people will um appreciate that oh that's that's awesome man what's the name of the band it's uh he's from the moat he's from the moat cool yeah well right james on. i uh, one thing we're doing is uh we basically get questions from our listeners on some of our guests and you know, I try to roll them up, um, and you know, if, if we get a bunch for you, I'd love to have you come back on and maybe answer some more specific questions uh, that we maybe can't get in today due to time. But absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'm always very supportive of all these kind of things because it's very important to share this kind of information with uh, with people so that everybody understands how things are and how things work. And um, you know, a lot of times I felt like I wasn't doing things in the right way and I wish I had, you know, people like you doing this kind of thing so that I felt I, I could have compared myself to, you know, someone who's making more than what I was doing and say, okay, is that's how it works, so I'm on the right path or maybe I should change this and that. So Yeah, that's what we want to do is try to convey all that real you know, life experience and education that you've picked up um, in, in your career and you've shed some light on that already and hopefully we can get into some more uh, at a later date but uh, uh, thanks again James everybody go uh, check jamespaindrums.com check out his lessons um, and be be on the lookout for his new project Hiss from the Moat cheers James and uh, thanks for joining the Level 3 Studios podcast and man we'll we'll have you on again soon thanks for taking the time thank you very much for having me it was a real pleasure thank you for doing this absolutely brother Cheers. Awesome. Have a good one.